The following program is presented by the HTM Podcast Network. Okay, Wi-Fi plus 3G, 64 gig. This one, this one. Oh, sweetie, $900? I can't wait to see the look on Kyle's stupid face when he sees my iPad has more memory than his. Eric, we can't afford that one. Well, you don't expect me to get the Wi-Fi only 16 gig version, do you? I think we need to get you a different brand, hon. They're a little cheaper. Mom, everyone knows that everything but Apple is stupid. Here, look at this one. Toshiba Handybook. Toshiba Handybook? This says it does everything the iPad does at half the price. Mom, do not screw me over again. If I take that thing to school, everyone's going to think I'm a poverty-stricken asshole. Eric, stop acting like a spoiled brat. You can either have the Toshiba Handybook or you can have nothing at all. Oh, I've got a better idea. Why don't you go across the street and buy some condoms? Because we should at least be safe if you're going to fuck me, Mom. Eric? You might as well go buy some cigarettes, too, because I like to have a smoke after I get good and fucked. You want to fuck me, Mom? Just say so. Go ahead, here. Huh? Go ahead, Mom. Fuck me. Fuck me right here in the best bath. You want to fuck your son so bad? Go on, Mom. Fuck me. Fuck me. Stop crying, Eric. I told you, if you kept acting up, you weren't getting anything. But I told you I was sorry. You made me look like some sort of child molester in front of all those people. I wasn't trying to get you in trouble. Then why did you go outside to a police officer and say, Help, help, my mom is trying to fuck me? Oh, wait, I get it now. The F word is a no-no word, and I shouldn't say it around other people. I'm sorry, Mama. If you're really sorry, then you'll understand why you aren't getting anything. Well, no, that doesn't really have any logical sense, Mommy, because I'm already being punished by not getting the iPad. Mama, please, can we just go back and get the Toshiba handy book? No! Well, then, could we at least pull up here and get some dinner? Because I like to be wined and dined after I've been fucked! Welcome to another episode of HTM Tech, brought to you by the HTM Podcast Network. Also in association with Microplay in Brantford, Ontario, Canada. You can find us on Facebook and Twitter by searching at the HTM Tech Pod. To listen to the podcast, you can find us on Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and all those other podcasters out there as well. As always, I am Big Joe, and another week has come and gone in the world of technology. It has been a very kind of uneventful week in technology and the episode is actually coming out a little bit later because I was actually kind of delaying a little bit just to see if there was any more news and stuff that was going to come out and really there wasn't but there's is still some stuff to talk about coming up in it's probably going to be looking like late March they should be holding a, an, an event at Apple now with the, all the coronavirus stuff going on and whatnot uh, not just in China but all over the place you know it has cause things to kind of shut down and slow down so the whole this whole event could be up in the air but uh wanted to kind of talk about some stuff that we could possibly see and stuff that i want to see kind of a mixture of the two uh, first one is updates to apple tv plus i think even the the hardware itself the apple tv uh, box is probably due for an update um 
likely maybe an upgrade to an 8K and then maybe a lower priced 4K. Now the Apple TV Plus service is something that uh, <clears throat> I had mentioned on a previous episode that I think that they really need to step it up with the content on there, especially from these people that we heard when they were talking about the service, you know, like Spielberg, uh, Sofia Coppola and all these uh, Hollywood directors and stuff that are supposed to have stuff on the go and just has seen the light of day. Uh, those folks really need to step it up and get some content out onto this platform because the content, like I said, it's very sparse on there. And we do have some really good standouts. We have For All Mankind, uh, The Morning Show, C, The, um, the Peanuts in Space, and, um, and whatnot. But we need some more stuff on there and they need to step up their game with that because it's fine and dandy right now. Most of us are getting it free more than likely the majority of the, those 33 million that are subscribed are getting it for free. But for us to stick around, they need to step it up with the content. Um, next up kind of in the same vein there, Apple arcade, same kind of deal again, you know, we probably have more content on there than we do with the Apple TV plus, but it's still a lot of these kind of casual type games, not really any, core type games that you know especially gamers like myself that have been around for 30 plus years playing games we want to see some good triple a some games that we can really invest some time into and those just aren't on there yet so just not quite enough to get that subscription on uh, you know at least for for me to get in on that it would take a lot honestly like i mentioned i am mainly a home console gamer when it comes to gaming on the go it's still kind of up in the air you know if they could come up with a really good couple killer apps you know it might be enough to justify the price but we'll see on that uh something else that i'd like to see uh, right now for smart speakers this is something that a lot of companies have gotten into go home amazon the apple home pod now when you look at the hardware, it, it, it's it's really nice stuff. It's a gorgeous, uh, you know, piece of technology, but the price is the main stumbling block here. Now with this thing, I'm, I'm actually while we're recording here, I'm actually going to go to Apple. Ca because I am in Canada, of course, and I just want to double check because it's been a little while since I've looked to see what the actual price of this uh, bad boy is. Because I know that when it originally came out, it was very expensive. It's still up there a little bit. Uh, we're looking at four hundred dollars Canadian, which I know is a little bit less American, but uh, it's. I've tried it out in the store. I mean, it, it looks and it sounds really great, but there's just a, a lot of other kind of stuff beneath the surface that, and I think it has a lot to do with Siri. You know, just compared to a lot of the other assistants out there, Siri just, yeah, it's still kind of lagging behind. They need to really kind of uh, step up the game with Siri, and then it can become a really intriguing product. And also, which I'm hoping maybe they'll, they'll hint at on this event here, is that they come with a HomePod Mini which I mean, just the name kind of goes along. You know, we've done iPod minis. We've done a lot of other mini stuff, Mac minis. We've done lots of minis. So we've done iPad minis. They can do a HomePod mini, make it a little bit smaller, make it more affordable. And I think then it could become a much more compelling product, especially maybe going into the holidays. Uh, another one, I think the Apple Watch is probably getting close to being due for another refresh. I guess it would be Apple Watch uh, five or six, I think, by now. And we'll, we'll see what else they can cram into that impressive piece of hardware that have on wrist. I mean, I have the Apple Series 3 watch. Actually, I have it on right now. And, man, I don't know what else they can do really form factor-wise with this. I think just adding some more kind of functionality to this is uh, kind of what we're looking for with this. 
Next one is kind of a, a curious one because we have had an Apple, we've had the iPhone, we've had the iPhone 8, we've had the iPhone 10, we've had the iPhone 11, but we didn't have an iPhone 9. Now, typically the number 9 is skipped because over in uh, Korea, uh, over in Asia, the number 9 is actually. There's some superstition around that number. Kind of over here, like over here with the number 13. Uh, the number 9 is almost seen as an unlucky number. And supposedly that's the reason why they skipped it. So the rumor that I've been kind of seeing, a very kind of strange one, is that supposedly Apple is looking at making an iPhone 9. This would be very strange because we've skipped over it and we've actually done two phones since then. So it would be very odd to kind of take two steps back in the numbers to put out an iPhone 9 after we've done the 10 and 11. So it would be kind of a strange move to see them do that, but who knows? Uh, is it a possibility? Sure, anything is. I personally don't see it because it just it kind of goes against what they do. I don't think I've ever seen them go backwards with the, uh, the namings of this stuff. So it would be very strange to see them do that. And uh, just for that reason alone, I don't think they're going to do that, but... Who knows? We'll see. Uh, next up, I think that we'll likely part, start seeing some reveals and maybe some sneak peeks at the new Mac OS. I think it's already it's kind of getting close to that time for that. What's interesting with this now is we'll see how close I can kind of get to this because what they do now, uh, they used to name, before it was Mac OS, they called the operating system for Mac Mac OS, no, it wasn't Mac OS, it was just OS 10. And then for a while they were naming them after cats like Cheetah, Mountain Lion, Snow Leopard. Just trying to think of some ones at the top of my head, Lion. There was just one just called Lion. And then, I don't know, I guess we ran out of, uh, ran out of cats or cat-like animals. And then we started naming them after mountain ranges in the state of California. You know, we've had quite a few now. We've had uh, this most recent one is called Catalina. I will take a wild stab in the and just completely out of the out of the blue here and pick a name. Look just um, before I start recording here, kind of looking at the names of other <clears throat> mountain ranges in the state of California and one that they haven't used yet, and I think would be really cool. It even sounds really cool. MacOS Diablo. So we'll see if uh, that prediction can come true. I think it's a cool name for them to go with, and yeah, we'll see. There's there's already a lot of really cool stuff that's built into Mac OS. And um, the most recent thing that, uh, that I like and I make use of all the time is a feature called Sidecar. I almost kind of forgot. Where you can basically use your iPad as a second screen uh, while you're doing work. And it's a very useful tool and I make use of it all the time. It's very handy. And there's so much other stuff in there that... Uh, I, I guess it's going to come down to maybe they're going to be able to refine, you know, who knows, they'll come up with more features, I'm sure. But, I mean, macOS is already fantastic. Uh, the only kind of bummer with this last version with Catalina, of course, is the lack of support for 32-bit applications and gaming. As I mentioned, you know, Mac has become really kind of a shitty platform when it comes to gaming. So we'll see if maybe with this new version maybe they can add some legacy support for backwards compatibility for 32-bit stuff i don't think that they will do that though because it's again it goes very much against the apple dna to kind of go backwards uh, apple historically has been very 
arguably very quick to kind of get rid of old technology and bring on with the new and kind of get rid of those old things and never look backwards, you know, getting rid of the floppy disk, getting rid of the optical drive and all this kind of stuff. And, um, yeah, we've done away with 32-bit applications, and frankly, I don't see them going backwards. Could they do it? I, like I said, anything is kind of possible. I don't really think so, though, because it just it's just not Apple to kind of go backwards like that. Now, other than that, who knows? Maybe they'll surprise us. Maybe we'll see some iPad stuff. Maybe we'll see some Mac hardware stuff. It's always a possibility. Also, like I said, at the top two, there's also a possibility, a very strong possibility, mind you, that this event late in March may not even actually happen due to all the, the health concerns with the coronavirus over there and the majority of those Apple plants over in China went not shut down, temporarily shut down, not permanently shut down, just temporarily shut down to try and get control of what's going on with this virus and uh Hopefully, and, and Apple's not the only one that's going to be affected by this. So there's also word that you know, the launch of the PlayStation 5 and the Xbox Series X could also be in danger as well because all these companies are, all these factories are closed because of, of these all these sick people and whatnot. So, yeah, things are really kind of a weird spot there. So it's something that I'll definitely be keeping an eye on there for you guys. Okay. Next up, I have, before we do our tech tip of the week here, which is an interesting one, I think you're going to enjoy it, we're talking game review, and this one is going to be very quick and very simple, because really there's just not a whole lot to say about this, and not in a bad way. Now, of course, you, if you've been listening to the podcast for a while now, you know, at the beginning I like to play clips of South Park that kind of coincide with topics that I'm talking about. Game review for this week is... South Park, The Fractured Butthole, developed by Ubisoft, and yeah, developed by Ubisoft. That's uh, I kind of forgot because the first South Park game was actually developed by Obsidian and then published by Ubisoft, but this time Ubisoft published the South Park game. The team in San Francisco did this. Now, this came out for the Xbox One, the PS4, the Nintendo Switch, and the PC. No Mac support, as I said. So when it comes down to this, all I will say is that if you are a fan of South Park, this is a no-brainer. It is a must-buy. It is literally like playing through a season of South Park, just like with the Stick of Truth, the first South Park game. It is just as good, if not better, and bigger, and just more stuff to do. They really refined the gameplay and made it better which typically sequels tend to not always be as good or, or worse, and they knocked it out of the park with this one. Even if you're a fan of role-playing games and just animation and, and good, funny gameplay and storytelling, I mean, just, it's damn near perfect. It's a 9 out of 10. Just go get it. Fantastic stuff there. Just uh, go and pick it up. You can get it for relatively cheap right now. All right, guys, before we uh, take a break and come back with our final bite segment, we are going to do our tech tip of the week. Now... This is an interesting one because for a long time, when it came to iPhones and iPads and watching videos, you were very much restricted to your iTunes content and watching videos on YouTube. Now, you can actually watch other videos that you have on your PC or your Mac that you've either ripped or downloaded or or what have you. I'm not going to judge anybody. For, for content on that kind of stuff. But there is a relatively easy way now 
because of the Apple operating system on the iPad and the iPhone to where you can bring this content over and watch it on there. Now, what you got to do is first step, you got to download the VLC player, which we have, Mike and I have talked about in a previous episode. That is one of the best video apps out there. It literally plays any kind of video format out there. You get that app on your device and then you get a zip program. Whether it's, uh, I think the one that I have on here, let me just check my phone briefly because I did this uh, earlier today. Uh, the one that, uh, the first one I put on, that one that was kind of the best, right, was called Zip Extractor. It's basically, if you're a PC user from back in the, the early days, there was a program called WinZip. So basically you were downloading files and then, then it would compress them so that you can download them relatively quick and easy. And then you would extract them and uh, <clears throat> get all your files that way. So... Then what you do is you go to your computer. You go to a site called wetransfer.com. Now you can send up to, the only restriction with this is that the files have to be two gigs or less. So any kind of big long movies or anything like that might not um, might not be a viable thing there unless you want to pay for the pro version of that. Then you can kind of go crazy with it. Then you basically you email this to yourself. You go on your device, your iPad, your iPhone, and then you, you download that. And then recently they actually included a files program, which for the longest time they never did on this uh, on the iPad and the iPhone. And you download the file into the files program, <laughs> and then you extract it. And then you choose the destination of where it goes. You choose the VLC player, and then boom, the videos are there. Nice and simple. It's a <coughs> there's a few things that to do there, but hell, it's a hell of a lot better than not being able to do anything at all. So it's a relatively easy way to get a bunch of video content that you couldn't watch on these devices before. And that's always been one thing with the Android platform is always relatively easy to do. Well, now you can do it on your Apple devices as well. So if you have a lot of videos, TV episodes, and stuff that we want to copy over and download onto your device, now you can do that. Okay, guys, we're going to take a brief break here, and we're going to come back with our final bite segment for this week. And this one very much revolves around myself and my current experience with Facebook. So we'll be right back. This week's episode is brought to you by Microplay in Brantford, Ontario, Canada, located at 265 King George Road. Visit Chris and the gang for all of your video game needs. In case you missed this week's episode of the Hitting the Marks Pro Wrestling Podcast, here's a little clip for you guys. Go back and watch any of the territories, any of the old you know, pro- promotions that have died out. What's old can be new, and it works. It's called winning matches to build yourself up towards a championship. Yeah, I know. Just fucking rocket science, right? And it's so crazy because they're doing that on Monday Night Raw. And Tuesdays on SmackDown, they have people challenging for titles who haven't been on TV in six months, eight months, whatever the fuck it's been. And we're still doing this stupid dog food angle with Roman Reigns and King Fuckface. Why is this not over yet? What about this is good? This thing, this thing was so many kinds of wrong, uh, absolutely terrible 
as soon as they make this announcement, you know, it's as you can see now, you know, it's one of those things where I'm, I'm just using my thumb and my index finger and just kind of, you know, pinching. You're doing between the my eyes, but you're doing the yeah. Russo. That's what I bro, call it. bro, bro. This was so bad, so bad. This was terrible. You know what? The first things I thought of. Okay, you've been playing up this dog stick the whole time. I mean, was was the hit? On the stock, I mean, there was the stock being taken around and buried like a bone in the backyard. Was it so bad that you couldn't pony up and pay a couple bucks to recreate the the dog kennel from hell match? I mean, we just had to go straight to the Alpo. I mean, that they even went. Uh, this is some some fucking low level indie shit, and it could work there. I mean, hell, I could even see them doing this at house shows. To try to just get that little pop there for those little audiences, town to town, and, and words catching on, you know, the, the grassroots campaign. Oh, they're coming to they're coming to Iowa, Jargo. You want to go see somebody get dog shit dumped on them? All right, guys, Big Joe back here on HTM Tech. Now, for our final bite segment, I'm going to get a little uh, a little bit personal on this one. This is uh, something that I've been kind of going through recently, and I'm sure that... Some of my list, or listeners here have been running into this too, especially for somebody who's starting to kind of get up there in the number of friends on Facebook. When you start getting up into the thousand and, and higher and whatnot, I think they cut you off at around 2,500 or 3,000. I think then you can't get or send any more friend requests. Um, a few days ago, <clears throat> now, when I'm not doing the podcast, of course, I do work a day job. Well, in my case, a night job. I'm a night shift worker. And... From the time, probably about 1 a.m. to about 4 a.m., I would say I received probably about 200 and something friend requests from people that have no fucking clue who they are. I don't know why this is happening. Now, I, I'm, I don't know if this is happening to any of you out there, and if you have any suggestions, I'm all yours for this kind of stuff here, that I'm getting these requests, and I mean, and they, they happen like one after the other. Like, like I said, in about three hours, I, I got about 200 uh, friend requests, and there's no way to turn these off or, or to stop people from requesting. And this is something that I'm pretty sure that Facebook had this option before and, and then maybe took it away or something, or maybe it was just one that I'm not aware of. But it, it's, it's a big problem when all of these people that – Maybe they need to kind of change the way that this works. I'm not even sure how you would go about doing it because it goes off of mutual friends that you've had. But, I mean, when it comes to social media, I mean, on mine, I think I'm up to just shy of a, of a thousand. Uh, just checking my the Facebook app here just to, to get the actual number. Right now, I'm just shy. I have 919 friends on Facebook. And I think – I probably know maybe a hundred of them at the most if even that so that means 800 and something of these people that i have no fucking clue who they are and it's it's continuing now there has to be or they have to add some kind of feature to where you can filter the stuff out to where only people that are very close mutually friends are allowed to do this or even better to add just a feature to turn it off so that people can't send friend requests anymore because it, it is getting annoying. And quite frankly, as well, when I'm just on data and not on Wi-Fi, it's using up my freaking data because Facebook has always been notorious for that. The it, it's it's always running even when you don't think it is, and it's using up a ton of data all the time, sending you notifications and whatnot. 
they need to get this under control because it is getting extremely annoying. And like things were already great with Facebook to be to begin with, sarcasm, you know, just this company. I'm telling you, then they they still want us to trust them, but the, the more and more that I see and, and do with them, the the more I kind of hate them. It's and in on their platform itself, it's just it's become a very toxic environment when it comes to the people. <coughs> and the app and the the program itself and the the site it's it's doing some weird stuff and this friend request stuff is just it's out of freaking control they, they, this is they gotta add a feature in to, to disable adding re, uh, requests because it, it's it's too much just too much folks okay well i think i'm gonna wrap it up because i mean i could ramble on and on and on about that uh, the only kind of piece of breaking news that I, I think is is worth bringing up on here it's also going to be coming up on the next version of turnbuckle talk as well but it is somewhat linked into technology talk as well so i'll just kind of briefly mention it and then we'll really kind of delve into the topics or t- sorry to this topic on turnbuckle talk when i do it with carl this week and that is that amazon is looking at possibly purchasing the WWE. Well, let me pause for effect there. Yes, Amazon is possibly looking at purchasing World Wrestling Entertainment. Now, recently in the news, of course, if you pay attention to Turbo Talk, we've been mentioning this. Stock price has been plummeting. The quality of the product has been on a steady nosedive. Just it's it's becoming very difficult to watch. And <coughs> there's even word that. Vince was looking at moving the pay-per-views away from the network, which I mean is just an absurd idea because that's one of the main reasons people only pay $10 a month so that they could get all of the, you know, NXT and all of these kind of other programs plus the pay-per-views for only $10 a month because if you were just by the pay-per-views there, it's like in a $60, $80 range. And he wants to kind of offload this onto another provider or something crazy. And network subscriptions are just going to go in the shitter oh it's uh we're gonna get into on turnbuckle talk but i just had to share it briefly because amazon uh, comes up as a tech topic as well and just the fact that this is a, a possibility even a remote possibility is just mind-blowing to me so we'll be exploring this further on turnbuckle talk this week all right guys i think we're gonna about wrap it up but we are going to of course finish with a song this one really needs no introduction but all i will say is mortal Kombat. We'll see you guys on the next one.